on today's episode, we have IFBB pro figure, Megan Sylvester. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you for coming on. Now, you have a really, really good athletic background. So, I think before we start off with, obviously, your IFBB pro kind of transition, let's kind of talk about where you started with your GB diving. So I started diving when I was eight. I was actually a gymnast and a dancer before that. And wow. when, I was, when I was doing gymnastics, the guy who kind of over, he, he looked over the whole of like sport in Sheffield. So he did diving, gymnastics, all sorts. And he said, you're not a good gymnast. You should come and try diving. So that's what I did. Why did you say that you weren't a good gymnast? Because I know that you have to have certain kind of like if you're the wrong height or kind of whatnot, wrong build. So it was basically because I didn't have a very flexible back. I was very rigid in my back. Everything, everywhere else was super flexible, but just mm. my back was really rigid. And then so with diving, that's kind of what you need. You need to be able to have the flexibility everywhere, the ability to spin quite fast and jump high, mm. but then have a rigid kind of strong core and back yeah. um, so that's kind of what I had so I transitioned over to, to diving when I was eight and then competed from the age of eight up to 21 wow. I was on the GB diving team from the age of eight so my first like diving session in the pool was actually a, a tester for talent identification which is almost like grassroots for football wow okay. so that was my first ever diving session Mm. got onto the, onto the GB kind of team and then started competing for GB when I was 12. Wow that's so yeah. young isn't what, it? What's your like biggest win any like titles or like anything like that do you have any achievements like that or? So I came fourth in the world and that was when I was 14 and then I also won the Europeans when I was 15. Mm. That's mad that's crazy. Yeah. So okay. me and Rio met as well. Oh yeah. Rio was a diver too. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, so we've been friends for I think it's twelve, thirteen years now. That's oh, funny God. how you both got into bodybuilding then, isn't it? I From that. Copied. Oh she looks quite good now. I'm gonna try that. <laughs> Yeah, so like why did you retire from that? Is it kind of like is it like an age cut off that you kind of like you have your time or what was it? No, so basically I was a ten meter diver, so you know the, the really high one mm. and the impact quite a lot on your hands and because I've been doing that since being eleven, which apparently is quite young to start, you mm. start a little bit later once you've developed a little bit more, but because yeah. things are kind of progressing quite quickly, that's why we went up so quick. Um I actually dislocated my shoulder three years before I finished diving and then in my last year I dislocated it again and they basically said that I needed to have an operation to be able to take the impact again but I'd probably risk not being able to fully get it above my head anymore. Wow. Yeah. So I just decided to call it a day. I was wow. because because I was having to change training I wasn't enjoying it as much anymore anyway so I just thought if enjoyment isn't there mm, yeah. and I'm not able to do everything that I want to then I might as well just finish and put my yeah. well that's a lot of years as well on your body isn't it to do that kind of thing and to have that to have that passion for that many years is a long time it is yeah it is it's, um, 
I think that the social side of it made it much more enjoyable and kind of kept that want there when you weren't enjoying training so much. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was it was a long it was a long time, but I, I really enjoyed it and the friends yeah. and like the experiences and the places that I got to travel to with it. Like, I, I can't I can't thank the people that I, I met any any more mm. than what. Really good. I, I'm just picturing myself belly flopping because I can't dive to save my life. Like literally, it, it's got me some kind of technique because I always do it on holiday and you only think well, I'm going to get it this time. And it's the most painful thing that you want to get out the pool and you're like, Carly, it's okay, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> I'm the same as you, belly flopping like I don't know what. All <laughs> whale rolling in the water. It hurts so bad when you get it wrong and you land flat. I remember being top to toe completely black. Really? Well, especially with that height, though, because it's not that you're just diving into a swimming pool. You're diving from great height. Yeah, yeah. yeah like that's that hitting not... a brick wall. Yeah. And, and sometimes yeah. it'll happen and you'll lose where you are and you'll just, no matter how good you are, it's still going to happen. Oh, my God. Yeah, so yeah. what made you then start weight training? Right, so I finished, so this was around the time that I'd finished my university course so I actually trained to be a teacher and that's when I finished diving when I when I finished that I know yeah need something to do but I kind of decided to just go and party a little bit (laughs) got quite tricky and I was like oh I probably need to go to the gym so I went to the gym and Rhea was training and it was around the time that she was thinking oh I might actually transition and do a track for my first competition so I thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll train for a month and then decide to jump into a competition as well. So that's kind of where bodybuilding came, came through, really. I, um, I've always really loved the look of bodybuilders. I've always watched the Olympia from, from being a little girl, just because my dad's always been really into the gym and always yeah. wanted to be a bodybuilder when he was young. So that's kind of always been there. But so you started off though in bikini, didn't you? Now I'm looking, I'm looking at your pictures and like structurally, like genetically, you've you're, you've got a very good genetic structure. But even though like your your body in a bikini for bikini is like literally amazing, it's too amazing if you get what I mean because your shape is not structurally bikini, is it? I I do remember you in bikini. I think I saw I saw a picture. I think you posted on Instagram or something, and I was like, wow! Like, there's not many physiques that you kind of you get that wow factor, but you had it or have it even. Sorry. Um. So it, it, <laughs> you, you had it, mate. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> but no, no I still want it. <laughs> yeah. You you won your pro, pro card in bikini though, didn't you? Yes. Now, was that in the UK? No. So, I won my pro card in Alicante in 2018 in the October. I'd done the two bros two weeks before um, and did quite well. And the main judge that was there was also going to judge in Alicante in a couple of weeks. Mm. So, he told me and Cuba to, to go and compete there. So, we did. Oh, fantastic. And uh, if you, so you won your pro card in 2018, what year was it then you decided to think, you know what, like, I want to progress? And was it, I want to progress? Because for me, it was just a more of a natural progression because of training and eating and everything. So, like, how did you progress? Was it just a... So, when I was, when I was competing with UKBFS, 
in 2017, I think it was. Mm. When I went into that off season, I had the idea of wanting to go to figure. Mm. My coach at the time basically said to me, no, stick with bikini because you look really nice in bikini. I, I, I don't really know what that meant. But anyway, so I decided to stay in bikini. And then after I won my pro card in 2018, we started training again, obviously going into off season, eating a little bit more food. And Cooper and Jordan Peters basically basically said, I think we should transition over to figure. The, the way that my body, like you say, is structured is much more suited to, to figure. Yeah. The way that it grows with the, with the shape and everything. Yeah. So I guess it was a natural progression, but it also took for me to go, yeah, do you know what? It's probably time for me to, to move over. Yeah. You know, when you, you were in bikini, was you and Cuba together then? Or did you actually, were you together when you transitioned? So we got together in the beginning of 2018 and that's when he started, that's when he started to prep me and that's the year that I won my pro card as well. Ah, so we okay. got together in the beginning of the year that we both won our pro card. Yeah. The reason I say that is because obviously when I was competing in 2008, when I was, it was like body fitness at the time, figure, um, I was very, very small and when I met Luke in 2012, and he turned around to me and said, you're training shit. This is why you're not growing. <laughs> and like, basically, he, gave me, he started training with me and he gave me like a, more of a training program, which is my first one. So that's why I asked, because when I actually met Luke and he like taught me a lot more about, you know, that carbs are okay and, you know, how to train, that's when I started growing. So I only asked if it was you met Cuba like at the same time. Exactly the same as what you are. I was so scared to, to eat. Mm. thought that class were the devil thought that everything food wise was the devil um, ended up in really bad binging fits but yeah I never trained properly I never ate properly and then once I met him that's when it kind of yeah you kind of grow together don't you <laughs> yeah, yeah and then you watch them training you're like oh yeah I want to go and train like them <laughs> <laughs> I like it's that so nice so like having someone to like do that with and do the whole journey with and then get your pro cards together as well that must have been like that must have been really really cool yeah it made the weekend really special yeah mm. obviously it's been he's been competing and training for a lot longer than me so being able to be there when he got that was it was like a really proud moment yeah. and I thought wow amazing I didn't have the idea that year of winning my pro card at all mm. yeah and then the day later I think we used to speak quite a lot, didn't we? And you, you always be, you would always be like, oh no, like I won't. I was like, you are, you are literally gonna win this this show. Like I remember the PCA ones that you were doing and stuff, and like I remember that. And you, you never really, I feel like you never really were that confident in yourself. No, I'm, I'm still not. <laughs> I guess yeah, I guess it's one of them things, isn't it? I suppose it is yeah. definitely hard. But but yeah, how how do you feel like? Now, when is your next show? What are you, what's your plan? I feel really good. I actually feel the most feminine that I ever have. Yeah. I know that I've got like veins and stuff at the moment, <laughs> but I actually feel the most feminine that I ever have because I'm not trying to fit a, a certain class. Like I'm just growing in a way that's more natural <laughs> to me. Mm. Um, my next competition, I was actually supposed to do the New York Pro. <laughs> in in september mm -hmm. but i don't really know what the whole situation is with going into america at the moment yeah so instead of stressing about it 
uh, this year because obviously I'm still coming down. Um, we just decided to jump into the Alicante show, which will obviously be really nice yeah. because that's where we've done our pro card, so we're going back to the same place again. Oh, nice. Going to do the Romania Muscle Festival. That's cool. Yeah. I don't have any expectations just because obviously yeah. I've always done bikini. And now going into figure, but going into pro figure, it's not like, yeah. I don't know, it's not going from doing bikini. Is this your first pro figure, figure show? My first ever figure show. But my oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. Very excited. But yeah, I, I want to come like top six, top ten. Okay, cool. Mm, yeah. Remit. Just, just to see where I stand. It'll be real. The reason I wanted to go to New York was because. That's going to be the world's like greatest probably figure competitors that are going to be there. If I could have stood on stage and known exactly where I stand and what my shape looks like compared to like the best of the best, mm-hmm. then that's what yeah. I really wanted to do. Obviously, no expectations, but yeah, just just to go and have some fun and enjoy it because yeah. for me, I just I, I love the process. I love the training, the training hard, yeah. and then kind of the end thing of competing is just. Yeah, it's yeah. so exciting, especially because you've had so much time off as well, and it's always just so exciting to see like how you're going to cut down and like what you've actually built underneath. So, and I guess it's just completely different for you now, isn't it? All the poses. How have you found like learning all of that compared to like bikini? Do you prefer it? So the the lady who taught me how to do my ICD figure, not figure, bikini posing, actually taught me to do my figure posing as well. Oh. So. Quite a nice little transition. It's Rosie Rascal. Okay, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she local to you? Yeah, she is. So she lives in Leeds and I live about 20 minutes away. So okay. But same for you, Kerry. You've you've progressed massively since winning your pro card to kind of now. So I think it's one of them things though, isn't it? It all comes down to food, rest and recovery and stuff, isn't it? Like, And I think that's something that maybe maybe was neglected last year and so therefore I feel like my physique went really backwards last year which was a big shame obviously I just kept going and did what I could do but to me looking at photos of last year I think my 2018 physique blew that out of the park in a weird way so I'm really looking forward to like this year as well like because I do feel like I'm going to bring something completely completely different I've never seen my physique look like the way it has and I think it's one of them things as well like I've obviously met someone now and they they help you realize don't they that like not to be scared of eating up or taking more rest and doing things right so Mm. yeah I feel like that's been a big impact for me also as well as like what you guys kind of went through so yeah it's going to be it's going to be exciting I think so fingers crossed (laughs) it'll both be your um first pro show thing because that I found that the most exciting when like being up against other like pros because then you then you actually see where your physique stands yeah. and what you need to improve on like yeah, a lot yeah, more exactly. but it's it's just yeah. amazing like going backstage and I remember when I saw Jamie Pinder like she's one of the women's physiques and I was like yeah. oh my god hello <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like that I completely oh, it's, yeah, it's amazing like, yeah and, and the weird pose you're now like not on their level but like you kind of have potential to be on that kind of spectrum eventually if you keep going kind of thing they're all so friendly as well i think it's because there is that 
uh, like respect that you know you're all in the same position and you know you've all trained very hard to get there and you know it's it's just so much more friendly I found so nice did you find it a lot different from the amateur kind of yeah like in um I found it a lot more friendlier in the amateur I didn't find it yet but it was it was it was competitive but I found there was a lot more negativity amongst the competitors. When I was in the, the pro league, and any time I did a show, everyone was helping out, everyone was having a laugh, yeah. and it was just, it was just a lot nicer. And it, you could, you could feel all the respect everyone had for each other because you're all, you, you'd all trained hard to get here. You know, you, I don't know why the level of respect was different, but I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's like where you're pro, you do have that different mindset. I'm not too sure. Possibly. But That's interesting. I wonder what, I wonder if we will experience like the same. Because yeah, I've experienced some like awful things as an amateur backstage and stuff where I've like asked people like, I remember in, I was in like Korea or something and I was like, oh, can I, so I didn't have any glitter or anything with me or like my eyes or something. I asked one of the girls and she was like, no. And then like afterwards when I like, place like second or whatever they're all wanting like photos and everything but I feel like yeah as in the amateurs sometimes it can be and I've had a fair few clients tell me the same thing really mm. a lot of people will say it's nice but they, I don't know maybe it's that that everyone wants to step out of that amateur kind of league and I don't know and they're just trying to do anything they can like do you know what mm. I mean but yeah I can kind of like I know what you mean really mm. weird one yeah. And Megan, what what do you do for work now? Because obviously you were trained you were trained to be a teacher. So I was a teacher for for a couple of years, and then I don't really know why I left. I just didn't enjoy it anymore. Mm. So I then got an opportunity to go and work in finance, and I'm actually a corporate finance manager now for a bank. Um, and then I also do some online coaching as well, which is yeah. I. I really enjoy it and I really enjoy helping other people. But I also really enjoy my normal job where can I call it a normal job? Can't really, can I? Yeah. Um, I think it's it's I probably nice to have that, isn't it? Yeah, because I can go and speak to people that aren't bodybuilders. Yeah. Hmm. And I've always loved that. So when I was diving I always had my education or something alongside it where it was just nice to get away from that and not have to talk about that all the time and mm-hmm. um, that's the same with with my work now having to like getting to speak to people that have that just i don't know on a friday night or just go down to the pub yeah yeah that is it's that nice is of people to speak to yeah i think actually i think that's really important i have like what i class as like my normal friends like my my i would call them like off-season friends only because i did generally see them more than but they're just like my day one friends from like younger you know but I think it is still really good to have like a balance of different things and stuff going on and different like hobbies and stuff like that at the same time because I think I think I think it's really important to be able to step out of the bubble of the competing world it is crazy isn't it if you think about it sometimes I've even actually watched shows and being like this is mental (laughs) this is crazy what we do I think it is really important to be able to not be so fully consumed Gross, in it, in it. Like, so you can still yeah I, I, I think it's isn't it, where people seem to like there's like that stigma of you have to literally be like, I don't know really or in it it's like what you're saying as well like I've seen you said before about like your job and stuff as well Meg like people say you have to be like that submersed in it but actually 
I feel like you kind of don't. You still mm. need to tick the boxes, but you kind of don't. You can be yeah. quite like on that. It is healthier to have, you know, that little bit of something else going on as well. Like mentally, is yeah, you um, need another identity. Like you're not, you're more than just like an athlete. Yeah, like, I think it keeps the enjoyment there. If you can kind of mix and have something else that, because you can still be all in it. Mm. Yeah, still have things away from it. It's yeah. like my the most majority of my friends that I've got, obviously apart from Ria, or like my closest friends. Yeah to do with bodybuilding mm. and it's nice to be able to, to go to their house go for a coffee and just talk about something that's not just mm. not bodybuilding just so that your head isn't always within it because then I think that that's when you start to lose love for it yeah 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 really massively so with your with your job at the minute are you are you working from home I am yeah but I generally work from home anyway so I do a lot of client visits um, mm. with the bank so a lot of my work is done from home remotely and then also going out to see the clients to help them with like kind of their day-to-day needs. Yeah. Um, but obviously that's one thing that's not there at the moment because they're not having people coming into their businesses. So that's where it's a little bit different, but doing everything kind of like this where we're doing either Zoom or WebEx or something like that where it's still face-to-face, but it's not. So it's, yeah. it's, it's different. The world's very different but yeah I can I can still do everything that I need to not have to be furloughed or anything which is which is nice because it's kept my my mind busy hearing yeah it kept your sanity a bit (laughs) yeah I don't know how that's just reminding me but I remember and I think it'd be really interesting to talk about because I don't think we've really had anything kind of like it but you actually um experienced you were in a car crash in was it 20 end of 2017 or something yeah so I I had a really big car accident at the beginning of 2018. So, kind of, I was going to start prepping in the January of 2018 to do a two brochure. I remember which one it was. And then I had a massive car accident where. Wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, it it was quite bad to be fair, but I completely shattered a bone in my foot. So, Mm. I had to have an operation, couldn't walk on it for 12 weeks. And then, yeah really had to get back to back to training and that's that's the year that I actually went and competed with Cooper in Alicante so it was a, it was a mad year <laughs> you, know, you know what that's probably helped with your mindset a little bit because if you can train for 12 weeks you know that that's fine and you can still you know um, progressing your physique after that because I think at the minute where a lot of people can't train they think that you know it's always a the ex at the end of the world and they're never going to get that physique back but when you've yeah. been there you realize that you can yeah exactly I think yeah I, I think that's like something I realized as well from that time when like I was ill and how much time I had off and then like then it was like the next thing was like post-show and I thought mm, I need to get my hormones back well mm-hmm. my physique was fine before and you know what it's been a fucking hard year I'm actually going to take the time off and it was like another like five weeks off. I think yeah. that's another thing like people need to kind of do more of, don't they? Um, and I think the body really thanks you for it as well. Yeah. Your mind and your body, if you're able to, to take that time off, I think that you come back sometimes a lot fresher. Mm. It's like my, my, my body was responding so well and literally the whole of the 12 weeks, all I did was drink and eat. Yeah. Yeah. 
taking time off most people don't do but I think it really resets you like hormonally as well oh, it's just a long time I've ever had a period for it's just we, this is um my I think it's like my fifth month in a row now I haven't had that even from back in like the football days I think that initial time off at the beginning just to like reset yeah. it's absolutely crazy and I'm prepping now and my activity's higher I've still got my period and I'm like what the hell but it's great no yeah I think that I think that lots of female do do struggle yeah. with it to be fair yeah. I think that they struggle with taking time away because they think it's going to be detrimental yeah. to their physique but actually having like a bit of an off season where you allow your, your body to get back to kind of normal function is so important yeah because but I, there is life yeah exactly I mean you want to get drunk I do find though the, the reason I think a lot of people struggle with it is because of like some people will just put competition po photos all the time so when other people are looking at it they're thinking oh my god I have to stand shape all the time and it's wrong for me to have an off season you know it's not right and you know like they can build a low self-esteem from that like obviously you shouldn't you shouldn't because you shouldn't be looking at other people in that way but you know it's human nature we do it it's just yeah. what it is isn't it so I think I think it's good you know expressing that you know you do have time off and you know like I personally like it when I'm more like off season ish because I prefer the curves yeah exactly yeah 100% when I can have a little bit of glute and a little bit more fullness to my, my belly I feel so much better <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. in the glutes I yeah. hate it when you're right near the show and I call it like granny glutes you know when they just hang <laughs> 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 like, it's horrible <laughs> that little bit of skin and you're like oh <laughs> so yeah 100% it's not it's not a good look and if no. anybody thinks I think that everybody always looks so much nicer, especially a female, when they've got mm. that little bit more. But I, yeah. I love it when Kubis are off season. I think, oh yeah, yeah. Not that I don't yeah. think on prep, like when they've got a bit more meat to them. I'm like, oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's so much better because I agree. I you just don't want you don't want to touch just a bit of gristle, do you? At the end of the day, you want a little bit of meat to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <not really>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah so how how's your like diet and training getting on at the minute are you sticking to any kind of routine and yeah so we're lucky enough to actually be able to train um in a gym That's which good. is which is lucky yeah so training hasn't really been affected in prep because mm. of corona mm. in terms of diet diet still, i've still got carbs in all of my meals i'm 14 weeks out at the moment so carbs are still everywhere Obviously, as I get closer to competition, things are going to start getting pulled out and, and whatnot. But, yeah, diet and everything still still super healthy, still functioning normally as a female, still feel good. I'm kind of at that position at the moment where I feel really good. Mm. You know, when you're on prep and you feel like you've, you've lost that bit of flow, things yeah. feel like you're a little bit lighter and you've got more energy. Mm -hmm. I'm at that point at the moment. And then ask me in six weeks and I'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And there's a point, isn't there, where you get to and you're like, you're like, I really like how I am now. Now I've lost that little bit of like fluff, whatever. And then you sort of are like, oh, I'm going to have to get really shredded soon. <laughs> but it's like, at the same time, it's like, oh, I kind of like where I'm at because you're at like, yeah. a good level. Yeah, it's that, it's that kind of sexy maxi dress look, isn't it? Where you've got curves on curves, you're like. Everything's popping, but then you've quite got the granny glitch. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> oh, don't. Hopefully, mm. shows do go ahead this year because it's just one of those things, isn't it? Like I'm saying, we're in the same boat. But I'm pre- I'm saying I'm like ten weeks out just so I've got like a full full focus. But I know it's not. I know it's not. But mm. just gonna keep riding with it and see what we can do. I guess, which I guess is the same for every one of us at the moment. Can't think negatively, otherwise you'll end up ruining your prep. So exactly. It- it's going to be better if we yeah. ignore it. Either yeah, way, it just, it just helps you keep focused, doesn't it? Like you, you've got your training, you know, you're doing your thing. Yeah. So, and uh, it's always, it's always good to have that plan B, though. To think, you know, to think, to think, look at the show, but then think, you know what? If I don't do it, this is what I'm going to do. So yeah, you exactly. have that fallback. Because I, I find not having a fallback, especially like even things like after a show, you know, when you walk off stage and you're like, what do I do now? You have to have that. That, that plan because yeah. otherwise that's that horrible lost feeling of like you're in limbo aren't you yeah definitely it's yeah I think it's just a good opportunity to see either way what you've kind of got yeah if, even if you have to reverse back up again and restart with your calories maybe mm. something like that but that's what we've said we needed to come down because we've had so long yeah even now we need to come down see what there's there if there's a competition then brilliant if there's not then we'll just have to go again yeah. next year yeah and with um you prepping online clients what what kind of do you prep them for shows or is it um lifestyle clients what kind of clients do you mainly have when i first started it was mainly lifestyle just because i don't know i've always enjoyed helping people achieve any kind of goal and mm. they're the kind of people that, that came to me to, to begin with yeah uh, and now I, I mainly have competitors. So I've got a couple of girls that are competing um, later in the year. Um, the rest of them are, are going to wait until next year, really. Mm, yeah. mm. I, love, I love having the mixed bag of people to speak with that as well, the people that don't compete and the people that do compete. Yeah. yeah. They all play just as hard. They all stick to plan. They're, I've got a lovely set of girls that I do work with. That's nice. I think, I think it's harder to lifestyle diet. So hats off to them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just think it is. No, it's not. I think it is. I think you haven't you, done it. I have like a like you have like a set goal of getting on stage, whereas like yeah, know, yeah, but like, you you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to say about a lifestyle until you retired from competing because your your mentality is competing, so you wouldn't be able to have a lifestyle diet because you're competing. So I've never dieted in my life apart from yeah. the shows. I think yeah. I think that when you become a lifestyle client if you when when you when you finish competing you have like little girls anyway don't you so like a couple of them have either got weddings that they're, mm. that they're the bride yeah. or they've got a holiday like they've always got some kind something. of little girl yeah there's always something there. even even if there's not something there like just the the girl of looking and feeling your best yeah yeah I think so. for isn't it so yeah. you've not got the the whole stage to go to it, it doesn't really matter because you've still yeah. got the the girl of that yeah and even having that just that time out if you know they've got kids or whatever a, you know a busy job then if they're sticking to that little bit of a structure it's good time out for them as well 100%. So, it helps them routine as well everything yeah. becomes everything fits into place when you're a little bit more set with kind of your training and your diet and and things like that yeah yeah 100 percent. all right then well it's lovely to speak to meg um, how do people contact you for prep, lifestyle? 
Um, if you just message me on Instagram or my link for emails on my Instagram as well, so either one and I'll get back to you. And what's your Instagram? At Meg Alicia Sylvester. <laughs> <laughs> I have that in the bio anyway, but just so uh, it's out and about. But, but yeah, it's yeah. really, really good speaking to you today and really nice to get like an insight of your whole kind of journey all together on a whole. And um, yeah, maybe we can look at having you on again, speaking about a different topic at some point later on in the year or just to catch up and see how you've got on, hopefully, <laughs> if we get to the yeah. Um, yeah, anything like that. But yeah, it was really good to speak to you, Meg. Thank you.